Since who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the question. Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. Guys, welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. I'm Megan Pacetto. Oh my God. What a boring week of The Bachelor it has been. No offense. I fell asleep last week watching Bella and Lockie's date during episode two, but this week I was well and truly put into a coma. It makes no sense to me because Channel 10 have done their due diligence. The casting department have gone above and beyond to deliver us not one, but six villains this season. They really spoiled us. Yet somehow their genius plan has backfired and the show is more boring than ever. In my eyes, it justifies the rules of basic mathematics. What also defies logic is how the whole cast can be having simultaneous meltdowns. They were crying more than Jamie Doran, yet there was still no drama. Absolutely nada. I have never been so bored in my life. It was not entertaining at all. It was total unhinged chaos, but not the good kind, not the kind that we like. Also, so much over editing. But I guess if the girls are giving them crickets, they have no choice. They do have a show to make. I'll forgive them this time and I will persevere with the show because I am not a quitter. Seriously, my dating life is probably more exciting than the show and I have been on a drought for about two years, guys. So that's really saying something. But... I have some exciting news. Finally this week, we are getting some action. The drama is set to begin when one contestant walks from the show. My second favorite thing in the world after contestants going rogue is when contestants walk out of the show. So get the popcorn ready guys because I am going to be dishing all the details on that later in the show. I also have the names of our plan A and plan B batchies. Yes, actual names, guys. The plot thickens. I am going to prove the naysayers wrong. Also, I have one of Lockie's exes calling in for a chat slash bitch session. Turns out he was a very busy boy before filming. It is very juicy, so buckle up for that. Now, since TV Land was so boring this week, let me tell you something exciting that happened to me. Megan needs to give you guys a little life update. An important milestone occurred. Mark it in your diaries. It was my turn to be in the hot seat this week. I had my very own sit down 60 minutes tell all with our lovely friends at Pedestrian TV. They asked me all the hard hitting questions and got the behind the scenes goss on this podcast. Yes, I spilled the tea on myself and so dramatic. So if you want to hear more from me, I assume that's all of you. Please go to their website and check the feature out. But as always, so much drama, such little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. We all know now that Lockie was our plan C batchy. More on that in our So Scandalous later on in the show. So I revealed last week that Channel 10 signed him up as a last resort backup batchy. But now I know the reason why he was so keen to do the show. A close friend to Lockie tells me that he only wanted to be The Bachelor to get revenge on his ex-girlfriend, Love Island star Jordan Kalis. The friend tells me Jordan went on Love Island just weeks after they broke up. 
To kind of get back at him for what he did to her, it was a big F you to him. Side note, Jordan has since come out and said that Lockie has cheated on her. So he hated it. He was furious because he looked like an idiot and hated that she would now also be in the public eye because before that she wasn't famous at all. Then he went into Survivor and made sure he hooked up with someone just to get back at her. The friend goes on, he only went on there to pick up chicks and make Jordan jealous. He wanted to one-up her. Then Jordan got a boyfriend and has been flaunting him all over Instagram. And now, coincidentally, he's doing The Bachelor. It just seems like the biggest game of tit for tat. Their words, not mine. Oh my God, oh my God. Time to spill some tea. So a few things that we didn't get to see this week, unfortunately, which is shocking considering how much the producers are stretching the season out and basically showing us everything that happened because they didn't have enough footage. So we saw three girls evicted from the house this week, the mansion, I should say. One of them was the beautiful Tongan queen Leilani, a former Miss Universe contestant who I am told also was previously applied for Love Island, which is not shocking at all. She's absolutely stunning in a bikini. Now, she was complaining about not getting any time with Lockie and she said that she believed the reason she was sent home was because she literally didn't speak to him at all. However, I am told that the real reason Lockie sent her packing was because he found out that Leilani had been talking nonstop about her ex-boyfriend in the mansion to the other girls. So Leilani clearly wasn't over her ex, who she only broke up with not long before applying for the show, actually. He also happens to be a professional football player for the Sydney Roosters NRL team. And so one of the girls told Lockie at the cocktail party about her still being in love with her ex, and he sent her home that night very nasty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I mentioned before that all the women were having simultaneous meltdowns this week. Weird flex, but okay. Whilst it was made to look like they were all devoted over not having enough time with Lockie, I have been told that this was not the case at all. The girls were simply crying because they were hormonal and on edge after a very long day of filming. They had also filmed a group date earlier that day and then were thrown straight into a cocktail party immediately after that with no break in between, no rest for the wicked it seems on set there. So the filming hours are usually pretty fucked as it is, but this season they were 10 times worse due to COVID and the massive rush there was to get as much of the show completed before lockdown. I am also told there was a revolving door of producers as a result of COVID. So instead of having one consistent minder for support for each contestant, they had different minders throughout the season. So a lot of producers that started with them on the show ended up having to go home because the borders were closing and you really rely on your producer slash minder person in there. They're like your one person that you can always go to. You can always lean on them. So I guess that added not only extra stress to them, but the girls didn't feel like they had anyone in there that they could trust. You would feel very alone without that constant person in there to support you. Poor things. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm also told that Juliet faked being sick so she didn't have to go on the group football date because she didn't want to get dirty. So she stayed in the mansion all day eating snacks. She sounds like the smart one in there, to be honest. I would have done exactly the same. I would much rather be on the couch stuffing my face and watching Netflix. There is no way 
I would be caught dead wearing those white tights that they made them wear and rolling around in mud after a guy. Not my idea of fun or romance. Sorry, it's a no from me. Oh my God, oh my God. Coming up this week for The Bachelor, guys, we have a huge Bachelor spoiler. I'm feeling very generous today. I'm taking a walk on the wild side a bit over here. I am told that Zoe Claire walks out of the mansion next week. She hits it and quits it, Tracy Jewel style. Apparently, she didn't like the environment of the house. She thought it was super toxic. She pulled the producers aside and said to them, you know, there's bullying in the house. It's unacceptable. You're allowing the girls to be nasty to each other. And they're sitting here crying every day. It's just uncomfortable. Then at the next cocktail party, Juliet tries to drag Zoe Claire into the drama And she says back to her, don't you dare try and play that game and shit talk about me, apparently. Then it was Zoe Claire's turn to speak to Lockie and Juliet jumps in and cuts her grass, which riled Zoe Claire up even more. And so she says to all the girls, if Lockie gives Juliet a rose after this, I'm done. And she threatens to leave. Then she had a massive meltdown and was crying. She stormed out. So Lockie chases after her and pulls her aside to speak to her and she tells him that she wants to leave. He was begging her to stay after that and she was like, nah, I'm out. But then producers made her go to the rose ceremony and they made it out like she wasn't given a rose. So it will be interesting to see what they actually show in that whole saga. Oh my God, oh my God. Also next week, Roxy will be the main storyline. She has a date and extra time with Lockie. Then at the cocktail party, he takes Bella aside and gives her extra time. Roxy completely loses it and gets very upset about the whole situation and all hell breaks loose. Ariba then calls Roxy and says that she's not all there in the head and calls her emotionally unstable. So big dramas to come there, guys. Another fight that happens next week. Our two front runners also have a very big beef. Well, Bella is the front runner. Irina's the bookie's fave. And she's also got my bet because TAB is never wrong. So Irina and Lockie had a really strong connection. They had great chemistry from the get-go. And I'm told that Lockie would hold Irina's hand even at the rose ceremony lineup in front of the other girls. They were just attached to each other nonstop. And it got a bit too much for Bella. She became super jealous of their connection. And it leads to a big falling out between her and Irina. So Bella doesn't want Irina to talk about Lockie around her anymore. She tells her, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about your relationship with Lockie. So Bella tells Irina that she doesn't want to hear about Lockie anymore. She doesn't want to know about their relationship. She doesn't want her to lean on her. So they end up having a massive falling out next week and they are no longer friends. I can say that much. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. So I have Deanna Salvamini from Honey Badger's Season on the line. She's got some very juicy goss for us about Lockie. Hey, Deanna. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So a little birdie tells me that you actually were dating Lockie before The Bachelor. Is that right? Yeah, I did catch up with Lockie while he was in Adelaide because he's originally from here. And that was literally probably like two weeks before he went on. The time of the Brook saga too, I believe. (laughs) So before he was announced or before he started filming? Uh, That was before he was announced. It was probably two weeks before he got announced. 
Right. So he was dating, that's when he was meant to be dating Brooke as well, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And how did, did you know at the time he was dating Brooke? Well, no, when I spoke to him, I just asked him about it because obviously in the media it said that there was something going on there. Then he said he hadn't seen her since filming on Survivor. So can't really be dating if you haven't been on since then. So yeah, but then I did hear that she was meant to go to Bali the same time I was going to go to Bali. So we all would have been there catching up with Lockie. <laughs> what? So you were all going to be there at the same time? Well, when she did her interview, it said that she was she had already booked to go. And oh. um, I had spoken to Lockie being like, oh, yeah, that's when I was going to come and visit as well. And then he pretty much got announced on the show. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> so then there was no Bali trip. <laughs> No, Bali for no trip. one. There was meant to be everyone Thanks there, and then there was COVID no one. as well. Thank goodness. <laughs> so, what he actually told you that he was never really with Brooke after the show. No, he said that it was more one-sided. It was more her than him, which I don't really believe anyway. But <laughs> what? So she was more into him than he was into her. Yeah, that's what he said. It was more one-sided. But. But surely it wasn't because Brooks come out and said that they were actually like dating and they were in love. Blah, I don't blah. know. <laughs> oh my god! So maybe he was just with her for the purpose of the show. It was probably a showman. Who knows? Oh god, that doesn't sound very nice. So, how did you meet Lockie, and how did you come to be dating him as well? <laughs> well, good old Instagram sliding in the DMs. Oh my god, I've heard and he then- heard he likes a bit of an Instagram <laughs> DM. <laughs> in a good old DM. <laughs> yeah, and then he was in Adelaide and then we just hung out for quite a while while he was down. He did mention something about, um, oh, yep, they've poached him to go on the batch, but I thought that was a joke because I was like, oh, as if they're going to ask you. Joking <laughs> <laughs> around, but it turns out he was actually being serious. What did he actually say? Well, he just said that, oh, they asked me to go feed batch. I think just a funny comment like that. And I guess, but then uh, I saw in the paper the next day that he really was the next batch <laughs> and then didn't hear from him from then. <laughs> Breaking news. So I guess he was, what, asking you for advice because you'd done it before or something? I don't know. He, he did actually ask me a bit about it, obviously, because I'd been on it and then I guess they had approached him. So he was doing a little stuff. <laughs> but as if you wouldn't do it, he's already had his experience dating girls in multiple states at the same time. <laughs> what do you mean? You and Brooke? Well, me, Brooke, and then it came out that he had a few other people on the go to... Who else? ...that he's practicing. Oh, I don't know. It just came out in the articles after oh. that he had been dating people, I think, the week before he went on the back. That was two weeks. Someone else was one week. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a super spreader. So <laughs> how long were you and him dating for? And well, we just caught up just before, while he was in Adelaide, so okay. in Adelaide for a little bit. Okay. And why did it end? Because he moved back to Perth? Yeah, then he went on The Bachelor. So I didn't hear from him after he went back. Okay, so he's got he's had a basically a girlfriend in every city, <laughs> lined up. He's <laughs> dating much. multiple people at once, and then he's gone on to The Bachelor. So what has he done? What has he told all these girls? No idea. I think he just ghosted everyone. Did he? What he ghosted <laughs> to go you? on a dating show and do it publicly. Did he ghost you as well? How did he break up with you? Oh, we just didn't. We just didn't hear from him, and then saw it in the paper. Oh my god! 
<laughs> Not the best way you want to find out you've been dumped. Uh, it's wouldn't call it a jumping, but that's okay, Lockie. <laughs> Move on to bigger, better things, right? And um, what about the other girls? So it sounds like you've spoken to them. Is that right? How, did you have your kind no, of got I, in touch after like the scorned exes? No, but we do know mutual people oh, okay. that know everyone. So we've all kind of like figured out when, who was where and what was happening. You matched the dots up. <laughs> Pretty much. And you didn't know at the time he was dating anyone else. You just kind of found out after the fact. Well, when I saw him, Survival of was still airing. So I think at the time it was the whole Brooke saga. Oh, okay. So obviously hearing from her, like, on articles and things like that, they sounded pretty much on. But then when I spoke to him, he was saying, no, nah, no, nah. it was more so Brooke than him. Savage. And did he ever mention his – because he was also – he had an ex-girlfriend, Jordan, not long before, like, Survivor as well. Did he yeah, ever – Yeah, I did. Well, I asked him about that because I heard something. Then he said that he had cheated on her and that's why they broke up. But I think he – I'm under my – impression was that he wanted to get back with her that was my impression but just by the way he was speaking but then it came out that she had a boyfriend and then he went on the batch <laughs> what did what did he say to you that gave you that impression oh he just said that he felt that he i don't know they were good together and that i don't know i just thought there was unfinished business there on his end oh wow very juicy <laughs> I wonder if he's going to like, do you think he'll make a good bachelor? I don't know. He seems a bit like he's got his eggs in every single basket. Oh, I think he's fallen in love with everyone. On the show? Um, yeah. Every time I've been watching it, cringe. It's cringy. Well, you're not enjoying <laughs> but, it. I guess like it is your ex. So I probably wouldn't want to watch either. <laughs> it's a little cringe, but it's interesting. I just think it looks a little staged. I think he's saying all the right things. He's very charming and I think it'd be very easy for everyone to fall for him. He's a very likable guy. Very good looking, obviously, as well. I mean, he's got a lot of girls to choose from, so I wonder if he'll actually will choose someone. I think this is made for Lockie. Dating 25 girls at the same time is the ultimate dream for him, I reckon. (laughs) It's like literally the ideal situation for him. Well, it's nothing different to what he was doing on the outside anyway, sounds like. But now he's got permission to do so on a TV show. <laughs> um, do, who do you think he's going to choose? Like, obviously, you know him quite well. Who do you think is his type or who do you think you he's most interested in? I feel like he's got a type. If you look at his past girlfriends, I feel like he likes the brunette. So, obviously, mm. Bella looks like a bit of his flavor but then again he does love his adventure girl so I'm unsure I haven't really watched it close enough but I reckon one of the brunettes will win (laughs) maybe he'll choose like both of them since he won't be able to choose maybe he'll choose all 20 girls there you go probably I wonder if he's actually like I'm interested to see if he's actually really keen to settle down or not because he doesn't seem like he is I think it'd be a bit hard he's got too many girls to play around with there so too many options yeah exactly could be having a ball now can you tell me as well I know um I've heard some things about apparently when you finish the bachelor you need to there's a contract right and it's apparently you've got to stay together for three months after the show have you heard that before is that true I have heard that before and I think it is true from past seasons they didn't 
obviously mentioned that to me because I think it's when they get to about top four that it said that that's in the contract that you have to stay together for two or three months after the show. I'm pretty sure that's why Honey Badge didn't choose anyone because he didn't want to do that to the girls. Ah, uh-huh, so he found a loophole of like, well, if I don't actually choose someone, I don't need to stay with them. Interesting. Exactly. And he was a pretty good guy, so I guess he didn't want to hurt anyone by Aww. leading them on and playing the media for two months. But if you have noticed as well, like Matt's season, they did break up two, three months after. Mm. So it, I reckon it's a thing. So same I've heard as, from all the other seasons. Same as Angie and Carl, and I think that was around maybe just after two, three, three months, months or something. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I think it's a thing. What did you um? What were your thoughts on Honey Badger? He's going on a new show now as well. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that. He was an awesome dude. <laughs> By the time I got there, just weeks into it, he seemed pretty bloody over it. So <laughs> I personally didn't see that he had a connection with anyone when I was there because I think he was just over it. Not for him. Yeah, I got that vibe. Oh. Well, are you dating anyone at the moment? Have you found love? Not at the Six moment. The <laughs> uh, no. Dating, I like to keep that. <laughs> weren't you dating um were you dating Todd King at some stage? Is that public knowledge um, or is that just <laughs> Is it? Um I did catch up with Todd in Perth and I was there. Right. Love okay. Todd, he's a great guy. He's so nice. Love Todd. Yeah, Shout so out. he's in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Todd. I, know, it's hard. I guess it's hard when, like, he lives all the way in Perth. He's away, so far away from everyone. So exactly. poor guy. He's making, he made his life very difficult <laughs> for himself, his dating life. Exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on and spilling that bit of tea about Lockie. Very juicy. No problem. Seems like you're very one, <laughs> one, one of many, unfortunately. He's on the show so he can do what he wants now. <laughs> Free reign. Okay, bye. bye. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Meg on the case again this week, guys. So... Last week I revealed right here on So Dramatic that Lockie was actually Channel 10's Plan C Bachelor. Yes, he is our backup Batchy. So there's this podcast called So Dramatic. We've played quite a few things because uh, they always seem to get the goss on reality shows, right? Because they speak to ex-contestants and... Yeah, it's 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 one of those podcasts that dishes the dirt, and usually their focus is on the current reality show, which right. right now is uh, Bachelor and Lockie. Oh, they've been kicking this Lockie. Is this the podcast that they're really going to town on Lockie? Yeah, yeah, it is. Someone's is it got full an extra like, grind. Is it full of ex uh, Bachelor contestants? Yeah. Someone doing this. Yeah, yeah, right. and um, and so on the latest episode, they're saying that, according to a good inside source, that mm. Lockie was not their first choice and was not their second choice even to be Bachelor. I'll play it for you first, then we'll discuss. Okay. It turns out he is our Plan C Bachelor. Yes, I am told from a very reliable Channel 10 source that Lockie wasn't producer's first choice. In fact, he wasn't even their second choice. He was their third choice, a.k.a. the last resort because they had no one else and he was basically chucked into the role at the 11th hour. It was Struggle Street to find someone to fill the role. They had a number of hiccups and the first two contestants that were chosen both pulled out at the last minute. Mm. 
Well, I'm not buying that one, guys. I really am not. You don't believe it? I don't, actually. I was talking to Channel 10, uh, you know, Stephen, who is yes. pretty much the big dealio, um, and he was talking to me about about Lockie and how he's had his eye on him for Bachelor since season, like the first season that he did of Survivor. Yeah, well, why and wouldn't you? And he's wanted him for, for Batch. And why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, good-looking, exactly. tall guy, Survivor hero. He's not a plan bloke. C. Nah. He's your plan A. That's the guy you want on Bachelor. If he was their plan C, then, geez, I'd love to know who's plan A. The rest of that audio is just talking about how I'm going to get sued by Channel 10, so I cut all of that negative energy out. Moving on. Now, a lot of you have been asking who plan A and plan B were. What good little students you are, asking all the right questions. The reason I didn't reveal who the first options were last week is because I only knew one of them at that stage and I didn't want to half deliver to you guys, but I have done some digging, some detective work and upon further investigation, I now have all the answers. Ask and you shall receive guys. Drum roll, please. So our original plan A bachelor was none other than Jet Kenny, the son of Lisa Curry and Grant Kenny. For those who don't know, He was originally cast before he appeared on Dancing with the Stars. It was a two-part deal, but in a turn of fortunate slash unfortunate events, fortunate for him, unfortunate for us, he ended up getting a girlfriend on the show, so he had to pull out. One girl on this season of The Bachelor, a contestant, was apparently a huge fan of Jet Kenny and told me he would have been a full dish in comparison to Lockie. Nasty. So... Then producers had to look for plan B, Batchy, and they decided on an AFL player by the name of Alex Rance. He plays for Richmond and he actually broke up with his wife, Georgia, in 2018. So he's a divorcee, very scandalous. He's tall, dark and handsome, so I approve. I will share a picture of him on the gram. Unfortunate for us as well um, because he'd actually signed on the dotted line and The girls for this season were actually cast for him and they had even been told that Alex was going to be their bachelor. For example, Zoe Claire, she used to date professional rugby players, so that's why she was cast. So when the girls arrived at the mansion and it was Lockie, there was a lot of confusion. They were saying, this doesn't make any sense. How did I match with Lockie? He's not my type at all. And apparently it was well known in the mansion that he wasn't producer's first pick and that he was the last resort. A designer who worked on set with a few of the girls also confirmed this to them and he told them he was also super shocked when it was announced that Lockie was going to be The Bachelor because he'd actually fitted Alex for his suit for the show and everything. So at the 11th hour, Channel 10 were basically fucked. They had to pull a rabbit out of a hat and Lucky for them, I guess, Lockie was already on their books from Survivor All-Stars, so they just extended his contract. Despite his alleged bad behaviour on set, it was desperate times for them, and that's how we ended up with our backup, Batchy. However, it does seem that Lockie is the perfect replacement because he used to play professional football himself, and he's also a reality star like Jet Kenny. So we basically got the best of both worlds. It's a win-win for Channel 10 in my eyes. (laughs) So dramatic with Megan Pacetto. Wow. Diana spilt some serious tea. I am very excited to announce that Lockie is officially our new super spreader. 
He has the potential to surpass Kieran, Tim and Matt. I'm going to call him Soul Super Spreader, I think. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. If you have any requests for people you want me to get on, any specific questions that you want answered, or if you have any juicy goss for me, funny memes, whatever, slide into my DMs at Megan Pistetto or at Dramatic Podcast. A big thank you to everyone who has been my eyes and ears everywhere the last few weeks. This is a job way too big for one woman, so I appreciate you all helping me out. If you enjoyed this episode, which I assume is all of you, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. And to all my amazing super spreaders, please keep sharing So Dramatic around. If you could please post a screenshot on Instagram whenever you're listening to the podcast or share the episode link on Facebook or text it to a friend, I will love you forever. Also, guys, I fucked up big time this week. Sorry, a lot of F-bombs today. I have been promoting the crap out of and telling you all to join a Facebook group that did not exist. I clickbaited you all again. I'm sorry. So I created a page, not a group. I thought it was the same thing. Love that for me. Shows how tech savvy I am not. Anyway, I promise I have now created an actual group, which will be a private group where we can discuss all things reality TV and so dramatic in the safety away from prying eyes of spies and haters. And I will be sharing more behind the scenes goss with you guys in there. So please join that ASAP. I can't wait to bring you guys more Juicy Scoops next episode. As I said, there are no rules on this podcast. We drop it when it's hot or not at all. Thank you for listening to another episode of So Dramatic. Oh my God. Oh my God. So Dramatic with Megan Pacetto.